Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 16, Episode 8, The Space Travelers. During a time where you couldn't travel. Hey, I belong. I don't see color. I belong to only one race, the space race, okay? Exactly. Which... I plan to finish first, as always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's panspermia. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh, conspermia is yeah. what I call it. <laughs> Con- Comspermia? Con. There's oh. with. Spanish for with. <laughs> <laughs> or an ice cream cone of spermia. Exactly. Well, yeah. You go to uh, you go to Radiator Springs. You get that fucking those those savory cones. Exactly. Uh, yeah. but uh, it's yeah, and the uh, cone zone because it's the yes, the, that's what it's the called. mac and cheese yes. thing. The, the chili, churros, the chili, chili con carne yeah, or yeah. chicken con si, chili. See, si. <laughs> they got any that chicken cunt chili in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick it in a martini straight up. Shaking, Sir, not there are stir- grandparents here. <laughs> Yeah, how do you think they got here? <laughs> Tater's like that. You don't think that man know what a coon is? Yeah. <laughs> and again, not even at Disneyland. Cup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's jerking off in the parking lot of Disneyland. <laughs> right, right, right. It's quite a, quite a magical place. Uh, welcome to Monday Night. Welcome Ultimate Superfan Bo Bandy to the show. He is currently chatting it up with us as we record live on twitch.tv slash aliens. Coming at you. Shot out of a cannon. Just like that. Come, cone, cone. Carne, come, <laughs> martini. Yes. Shaken, yeah. not. Come, did you say, did you make that joke? Come, what? cone, cone? No, nah, <laughs> it's I'm come not, in the cone, oh, right? I don't know. Because cone is Because I'm going to come, a, come, a, cone, a, cone, a, cone, Amelia. Come with cone yeah. would be come, cone, cone. See. <laughs> or a snow cone. Right. <laughs> uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is it is monday the ac is a blowing because it was 90 degrees out here in the old elite west coast uh, of sunny southern california's beautiful san fernando valley santa Ana. (laughs) uh that is not where we live that's where vigo the carpathian wants to live exactly Um, it's a lovely place got a little uh Ghostbusters uh, tidbit on the how you doing, Stephen Joey, for there you we as go. well. But uh, when we got Big John in here, oh, welcome, we got Big Justin John. Justin Shewers, who hasn't been on a stream since oh shit, the move you're right, two months ago, yeah, apparently. yeah, new house, who dis, huh, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are now in old JoJo's house, clean pants, who dis? <laughs> uh, because Steve is moved out with his fiance. Uh, and uh, so he's living in a another city in uh, yeah, Orange County, a little further south. So. And old Sad Matt, old Ding Dong Bundy himself, uh, King Kong Bundy himself, is alone and just you know what is it playing Russian roulette with a desert eagle a desert every eagle. night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He well, is it too soon? But maybe he's wh- who's the guy uh, who just killed someone? Alec Baldwin. Yeah, so he's Alec Baldwin in it. Where he's yes. is it? Blanks yes. or loaded, <laughs> and he swirls them up, puts yes. them in the Desert Eagle, and just starts popping. Yep. Uh. <laughs> uh, he, I did get word that someone was told, if you see Steve, can you tell him to come get his stuff? He left stuff in the garage. 
So now he won't even say that to you directly. Right. When even I'm though like, he, I told you to move the car. Even though he's been texting a thread with both of us on it with yeah. like, oh, look at this hey, disc golf I need thing you to move the car, too. so you got to tell me when you're around, right. and then you can move the car. <laughs> we, yeah, if he's up. listening, which he probably is, we can speak through the show tonight. Yeah, exactly. Matt, <laughs> move the fucking car. Right. And Steve will move his stuff. Exactly. Easy enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have, I mean... I've I've legit kind of felt bad because he's been inviting us to disc golf like weekly for it's, the past month, but I I can't go. Busy time of yeah. year, yeah, and especially for me, just busy cha- life changes. Right, it's like you can't. And and being further south too, it's um, is this Black Hole Supply Company thing or a random ad? Uh, no, sure. That's blackholesupplycompany.com dot yes. com where you can get your probing yes. ancient aliens merch. Man, he has not been listening for a long I'd time say either. He would have hung himself, but the roof wouldn't support him. Yes, but when, <laughs> I always made the joke I would stumble in or you know walk into his room and he would be passed out on the bed with the fan right. on the floor right. because he tried to hang himself and then yeah. it a couple of raft or a couple of rafters yeah exposed <laughs> come down yeah, yeah. Uh, fan hits him in the head that yeah. kind of doesn't kill him just sort right. of. You know, fucks him up a little bit. I was going to say another offensive word. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin Shores. That uh, blackholesupplycompany.com is where you can get uh, ancient probing. God damn, I keep saying that now. Mm-hmm. Probing ancient aliens, apparel, accessories, merchandise in general. You can also get real disc golf discs. Uh, you can get disc golf apparel as well with art from some of our friends. Personal I, friends. I think so I took exclusive. this shirt off because the saturation was off, but this is a banging chain. Oh, there you go. Disc golf. Uh, but yeah, if you want to, if you want a probing ancient aliens logo, hoodie, t-shirt, mask, socks, whatever you want. Yeah. They're on blackholesplaycompany.com. Justin has been a swamped, which is fine. It's okay. So is a swamp thing. And so is Bobandy down in the swamps of Florida. Yeah. So is my underwear every day. Yeah. Uh, uh, it says disc golf apparel was at like hemp shorts and tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> you can get some tank tops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not the the news I'll get into right now, but it is pretty crazy that some basically Steve and Ding Dong Bundy and I have disliked a certain man that we've seen on the courses, and he's now in jail. <laughs> is he actually? Because I couldn't tell him that police blotter. Well, it doesn't look like they fully arrested them. Unless, well, no, he had. Um, uh, they were put in the car, but that doesn't. It didn't say charges. Fine. He had fifty thousand dollars bail assigned to him. Oh, he did. Because later, Ding uh, Dong put the actual his uh, rap sheet. Oh, thing. I didn't. I must have missed. Because so he he was incarcerated. There. Oh, Jesus so, Christ! Uh, fifty thousand dollars bail for pulling a gun on somebody, allegedly. So yeah. Um, but no, it was one of those things where it was like, God damn it! Like he he was one of the ultimate examples of why we hate disc golfers. Right. Just a trashy, beach trash, trashy, monster. arrogant, you know, dude. And he would, you know, he'd fucking he'd act like he was sponsored on all of his his posts, right. dressed uh, like he was like from like ninety nine, yes, Riverside like, area ish, cool. slash, yeah. slash back, Huntington. Yeah. Back when Metal Militia was like kind of, mm-hmm. it was never cool to me, but right. in certain circles, when it, it was, was popular, yeah, yeah, getting pop, yeah, yes. Um, Mr. But, Volante says, why not? Uh, hacky sacks on Black Hole Supply Company. Oh, <laughs> is that an option? Uh, it's not, but it's a funny hippie oh. edition. Then they could know. be the clackers, right? Exactly. Could have my face on them. Right, right, the, right. <laughs> we could just skin them with high res pictures, graphics of my balls. Or we could just Each skin your balls and, you know, <laughs> sell take, the one pair yeah. on the site. Well, no, just, you know, do a, a thing where they take a graft. So not oh, all I the see. skin. We stretch right. it, sew it back up, grows right. back, restretch. Or we could 3D so print it. Like we learned yeah. in the last episode with the little bunny that they reprinted with exactly. DNA and would yeah. actually have my DNA ball skin right, on there. Right, right, right. God, I can make bully sticks for fucking dogs. All day, baby. I can, 
Yeah. I mean, we got to see the. I could sew cologne to gay bars. <laughs> the stretch and tension. Because uh, maybe we just do a little cosmetic surgery, tighten those balls up. Oh, take there we all go. That flat meat. It's true. And then use that. But maybe yep. your your balls have the power to restretch. So That's true. It's a once a year. Kind for, of, it's for, seasonal. For some the reason, I thought about a Spider Man, an ultra version of Spider Man, but called like. Like vein man, but he shoots my ball skin as his instead of the vein or or cum. It's just flat meat going out, twirling around, Uh, sticks enough. Yeah, venom. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just sweaty and gross. Uh, The ball skin has consumed me, and I've become Eddie Cock, aka Venom or Venom. And you got to watch out on those hot New York nights because the cheeses stink. Yeah, stealth, not a Vainum strong suit because you can smell them from a mile away. Right, right, right. But you Uh, do stick to the walls and can climb any surface. And he can't really, he can't really fight crime or do anti-hero stuff in the wintertime when it's cold because he's too tight and he can't, it's not very flexible anymore. Well, and when he goes into fighter mode, that's when he tightens up and just, Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) His skin becomes denser and can deflect bullets. Right, right, right. Uh, and he casually just is covered in multiple pairs of basketball shorts. Yes, That's his, exactly. his layer is fast, like a yes. life-size, hey. life-size basketball Ultimate short. freedom of movement. Yeah. Bob will take a pair and throw them on his truck hitch. Oh. Classic maneuver. Uh, master flappers there. Um, well, Justin's out. Got to get the kids down. Oh. Uh, say it up in Twitch. That's just no, he just admitted a, a premeditated murder Gotta of children. Head to Van Nuys tomorrow. Oh, oh, that's where you can get your keys, 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 keys on, on Van, Van Nuys. Nuys. Yep. Ten thousand cars. Uh, have you ever seen that dealership in real life? I don't know. That's a good mm-hmm. question. Rocking and a rolling, wheeling and a dealing at Keys. Which keys, when keys, I I'd heard that commercial so much that when I heard the real version of that song, uh, I was like, oh. They copied the the car commercial. <laughs> hey, just like um, cool, 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 yes. cool places at Knott's. Uh, and then... Got to scoop me my new... Polestar? Polestar. Wait, is Polestar a disc, no. disc golf basket? I is feel it? like it Maybe is. Maybe it is. Oh. Got um, to scoop me my new Polestar. Could be wrong. Could just have disc golf on the brain. But... Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, we promoted. It's a spinoff of Volvo. Oh. Wow, so he is going to Keys on Van Nuys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, do you remember the Go See Cow? Go See Cow? Oh, Go yes. See Cow? And he was like the Western guy who had yes. the lines. I think they parodied that in some of the They have, yeah, yeah. Because that, that, that guy was promoting uh, Bellflower Ford yeah, of Long right, Beach for right. like 30 years. So. Right, right. Uh, and I thought it was pussy cow. Right, and I thought it was horsey cow because right. he would ride it sometimes like a horse. He'd be on the no, back of the right, tiger. Right. <laughs> and it was like, the you know, he'd be doing that kind of weird shit. But the blue screen was clear like someone fast walking right, right. through, through yeah. the, the dealership with yeah <laughs> with the camera. Yeah, Probably not fast walking. Probably walking and they fast forward. But, up. you know, yeah, yeah. could way. have been the flash. Right, I don't know. Right. Um, he did say the n-word a couple times so problematic <laughs> hey, <yeah. laughs> uh, uh, we're selling cars sir <laughs> yeah but i'm here it's like okay you can't do that <laughs> he changes the whole persona but i'm here i gotta say it yeah <laughs> i've been drinking i'm gonna say it I'm when i drink in long beach <laughs> Oh. Uh, yeah, Cal Worthington, Worthington Ford, there Long Beach. that's what it was, yeah, uh, on Bellflower Boulevard. And you know who loved that place mm-hmm. was Gail. You know why? 
Because it was worthy. This dealership <laughs> Stupid. <was> worthy. <laughs> uh, did you notice? I might have. I might have texted you guys, but a couple weeks ago, Modern Times Leisure Town basically updated their menu with new stuff, quote unquote. But Which it basically is now yeah. the Dankness Dojo old menu with the good onion, the beer battered onion oh, rings, those are back. the okay. shishito peppers, like all the shit they had there. Because I had the mushroom thing when it was. Yes, yeah. yeah. So yes, there was some legit new stuff, but like seven of the things are all the stuff from the Dankness oh, cool. Dojo. Yeah. So yes, the worthy onion rings are back. Oh, there we go. Um, but uh, they're back, baby. Also, super inside baseball, but uh, Shameless is quitting. She's uh, going to law school. The manager there, remember the gal that worked there, and oh, was like, oh, oh, can I pick oh, up my oh, order? At, at, <laughs> Shameless. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, maybe this is why downloads are down <laughs> in the past few weeks. <laughs> um, no, we promoted blackholesupplycompany.com uh, for all your merch goods to support the show, and also head over to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where for the five dollar tier or higher, if you want, uh, you can get. Over 84 pieces of content. Because I keep saying like 60, 70 something. But when I posted the latest episode of Adventurous Ghosts on there, I was like, oh, it's like enjoy 83 other pot. Like whatever. I was like, holy shit. But uh, lots of hours of content on there. One of my sisters is on there commenting quite a bit. There you go. Ashley. Um, But um, she made a reference to the the Vulture Mine episode, the season four episode. But I don't. She said like. Uh, one-eyed, one-horned, purple pipuse eater, and I, that must have been a reference to a joke that we said on the show, but I couldn't remember. As soon as we are done recording, we forget yeah. everything we say. So, uh, but yeah, we oh. uh, we do uh, adventurous ghosts, our ghost adventure show, similar to probing ancient aliens, and then we have probing deeper, where we probe a few necklaces deeper into subjects related to aliens, UFOs, the paranormal, and the ancient astronaut theorists themselves. Thanks. Uh, Justin also says listening on Google, I sound quieter. Um, mm. but that might be older episodes depending cause we fixed it a few episodes back. Yes. Too, there, so. when we switched to the house here and switched computers, um, we had some weird audio. Issues. There was, yeah, definitely like the defaults had changed and whatever. It's yeah. all sounded good to us, but yeah, there was probably two or three well, episodes. Even mine, where... I had a boost cause I was sounding low. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah it which, uh, which episode was that Justin? Just let us know. Cause if it was, yeah. if it wasn't just this past episode, then I think two or three before that was when we saw it a little bit. Because one of them we posted with two. Echoes. Okay, yeah, that is actually the exact time. Probably we right were, around. Yeah, yeah. We were completely fucking yeah, up. It's a, yeah, once a week, a month at four. Yep. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so hopefully everything. I mean, everyone has said, I've listened back, obviously, and they yeah. sound normal. So Because, yeah, there was a whole episode where we were both kind of echoey. Yeah, Not yeah, a crazy amount. Like we sound like we're in a big, hollow. like we're doing a live show. Right, 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 right. <laughs> It didn't sound bad. It just sounded. It wasn't like there was like. Ah, ah, ah. It yeah, was just yeah. like a little off, voluminous sounding, yeah, yeah, yeah. like our loads. Um, I did. I was at the Casco Business Center today. I walked by a uh, a Tide end camp Tide detergent, and it was like hundred and four good for hundred and forty six mm-hmm. loads. And I said, Oh, why do they have an ad for Steve here? In the yeah. <laughs> it's a lifetime achievement. <laughs> yeah, is that a week or? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Amy says it wouldn't be probing without tech issues. Okay. One of the checks. Absolutely true. We are a high quality, low rent operation around here. We take um, it seriously, kind of. Yes. Um, that's a good uh, Instagram account for about you know 
18 years ago, WII, we take it seriously, kind of like your WeTarded account. (laughs) For everybody fucking up playing the Wii. Yes. Um, We also have a little segment where we ask you, and not only Bobandy, because that's who always does it. We've had a couple good ones in the last few weeks, but Bobandy is definitely carrying all you little prolapstronauts out there on his shoulders. He's getting very wet. And very tired. Yes. Sweaty um, in that Florida heat. Yes. Um, similar to Vainum, you know, See, when he's fighting his crime in the summer. <laughs> when it's not cold, yeah. yeah he's he's some... fighting his crime in the summer because he is yeah. a huge sex <laughs> offender crime. as well. Yeah. So he, he can never... Yeah. You have a comic about a superhero that can never fight crime because he's just in litigation yeah. Yeah. all yeah. the he, time. Yeah. He has so many problematic <laughs> things that he just... It's, it's all about the litigation, moving to new places, and, and the days yeah. and weeks it takes to go to all his neighbors in New York high-rises, right, right. all of them to tell him, I'm a sex offender, yeah. I live here. And all these wor- all these like homeschool <laughs> kids, it's like, is that a school? Can mm-hmm. you live by them? Is mm-hmm. it not? You know, what's going on? What's that law? Like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but still in the basketball short <laughs> yeah, uniform yeah. and all. Right, right. Uh, um, Various yeah. <laughs> levels of sack. Yeah. We uh, we ask you, little prolapsionists, to go to your favorite podcatcher of choice and uh, uh, reach for the stars. Reach for five-star ratings and give us that five-star rating. If you grab it out of the space, out of this space, then give us the five stars, review us in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out, just like Bo Bandy here, the aforementioned yeah. illustrious... Bo Bandy. Uh, he says, thank you, probing HDN. I know that his pronouns are he, him, because yes. we just know Bo Bandy. We've you know, right. gotten to know him as a human being. So. Uh, he is not a birthing person. He is not a vagina haver, which is the other technical term. So, right. um, but uh, yes, Bobandi says, "Thank you, probing ancient aliens." Five stars. Listen, like, support this podcast. Short and sweet. Uh, but hey, there you go. No, he's got another one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's on Apple as well. Oh, okay. Uh, what I'm seeing is five stars as always, like an impromptu shopping spree hmm. at a Walnut Creek Nordstrom. This episode was larceny. So little effort was put into the episode by the Ancient Alien producers. They should just insert your audio in place of theirs for future airings. Nice. So, it says <laughs> well, it was posted from? Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not on Chattable yet. Yeah. I use uh, Chartable.com to... Right. Because a lot of times I get them before you get them. Right, right, right. Now it's swapped. So. Or you get the Euro ones because I never see those either. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Either way, thanks for all the content. Yes, Bo. thank you, Bobandy. But please, as as he said a handful of weeks ago, don't make Bobandy do all the heavy lifting. It's a huge help if you just go on, make a fake account so you never have to yeah. look at it again. Just go on there, give us five stars He's on Apple busy Podcasts. Ripping and tearing through the low mountains and hills oh, of yes. North Carolina and Florida, yes. ripping those tracks. Oof. Ripped uh, like his quads and hammies from all that biking. Exactly. Mrs. Right. Bo Bandy, she loves getting her ears crushed right between those thighs. <laughs> well, he's getting he's getting his yeah. antipasto salad and tossed she every yells, fucking night. Sit on my face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I told that story, but it's yeah, a quick yeah. story. I went out to lunch with a coworker. Uh, and it, I was the only male at this lunch event. It was me and two girls. We went to Soup Plantation slash Sweet Tomatoes, as it's known everywhere else but Southern California, right. a little salad soup buffet place. And I came back from getting, uh, you know, my 10th refill on some food. And I <laughs> I see them showing pictures of Brett Favre back and forth. Yeah. Um, and the, the one girl who is like all of four foot ten or something like that, very mm-hmm. petite girl. But she's a little firecracker, you know. But she literally <laughs> is showing the picture 
to the other girl and she goes oh my god i mean just fucking sit on my face and i was and i was like oh you want you want to have brett Favre, who is like six two two seventy and you want to eat his ass sitting on your face she's like well no no i mean you know no i want to sit on his face like well you should have said right you reversed it and came out a little weird so because the visual of this very petite young girl with a giant (laughs) football player just just uh, yeah with his big chin just like oh what else what else (laughs) 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 who next who next what's next (laughs) Uh, would just fucking suffocate her Uh, but, uh, ooh, too soon. <laughs> uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, thank you as always, Bo Bandy. There's a, a little bit of news I wanted to get to, and it's funny because a little synchronicity. There we go. This episode, uh, Sukalos is all about, he didn't comment on the news I was right. reading, but he was very much about the, the general vibe of the news. So it's not anything crazy new, even it's in the news, but. See. Uh, a handful of scientists, uh, they always say scientists believe. I'm like, is there just one company that hires all the scientists right, in the right, world? Right, <laughs> it's like, right, right. which scientists or whatever. Yep, yep. But, what poll uh, are they taking? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, scientists are agreeing now that it is highly likely that most, intel- like at least a majority of intelligent life out in the at least our galaxy, if not the universe, is humanoid-esque. So... Not like necessarily, yes, they're like, sure, there could be big gas-based things or silicon-based right. cube monsters People or whatever, think. but... Uh, Mostly but, carbon-based. Right. And saying that it was that uh, it's a term called convergent evolution, which was... It was interesting, because I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, basically, the theory of convergent evolution is that there are such basic... Uh, uh, Building blocks. Yeah, like, the three-dimensional reality we all live in is similar enough, even with small differences in the environment, that it's the reason that bats, birds, bugs, and pterosaurs all grew wings, right? Like right. So, like, wings are a thing that do one set of jobs, right? right. So It's like Legos. You can build all sorts of shit, but there's still yes. this base piece exactly. and material and how they kind of look to right. a certain extent. And Egos, despite all not being perfect circles... Yeah. They're all delicious. Yeah, and you better let go. <laughs> yes. And a perfect circle offshoot of Tool. Tool, yes. <laughs> With the uh, old guitars from Smashing Pumpkins. Um, but uh, no, I thought it was interesting because they're, but they're saying like it's a very big – because even 15 years ago, they would go like the astronaut uh, Leroy Choi or whatever his name was where he was like – he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to. There's things we don't understand. I don't know yeah. if I want. He was very cagey I kept in this episode. To correct the TV and say it's Leroy. Leroy, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, But he, uh, anyway, very 15 years ago, scientists would have been like, well, I mean, why are we that sure that there are even intelligent aliens at all? And right, it's like right. now, at least, they're saying not only are they likely because now that they're finding all of these thousands of exoplanets Plans, per yeah, year. Yeah. They're like, well, there must be some, you know, ancient or future or whatever kind of species, right? And so they're like, so maybe the maybe those green, blue, you know, bird beaked humanoids actually probably exist somewhere. It's not that unlikely. So thought that was interesting um, because, of course, Sucralos in this episode is all about how I don't want to hear about bacteria. (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) I got a urethra burn so bad I don't want to hear about these infections no more. Clap them away. Oh, how much would the fucking Mars bacteria hurt in your dick? Uh, Imagine if they had a what did we call venom? Venom? Yeah, venom over there, and he was all full of bacterioids. 
It'd be wild. The Mars-based superheroes and anti-heroes are all sex organ-based. Exactly. (laughs) As opposed to, like, animal or whatever, you know. Carnage could be, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what could Carnage be? Carnards? Carnuts? Which is, again, just another sweaty ball. But he he is. He is that symbiote. So. (laughs) <laughs> and even uh, specifically that car funk that maybe, gets built up on a well, long Vegas road trip. I was going to say maybe he's a trans wiener or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's he's still carnage, but it's just a post-sex uh, um, change operation, exactly. surgery, right, genital, right, right, genitalia. Right. It's, you, it's always changing. You never know. Right, yeah, right, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Work it. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway. The kind of stuff you'd say on a podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you always say too much. Yes. <laughs> uh, I know. Steve and I have found a, we've had a renaissance in our love for Wayne Newton as he portrays himself in right. National Lampoon's exactly. Vegas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over the top, total asshole. But ugh, God, uh, didn't Matt and Trey Parker do a sex organ superhero? Yeah, it was orgasm. Orgasmo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And Jota Boy. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they would always, when you were about to see the money shot or a chick, it was then flashing a dude's butt. Yes, exactly. You'd always stand in there yeah. for the stunt cock. Um, I don't do hamster style anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. I think that was like one of the DVDs you had me borrow forever ago, and that might have been yeah. the first time I saw oh, that okay. movie. Yeah. So My brother and I used to love that. Because, again, it was just like, the, the I don't do hamster style anymore because he's like flashing back, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a traumatic thing, and he's just eating cereals like... And his dad's like, so are you going to do anything? He's like, eh, I don't feel like doing hamster style anymore. And just like eating cereal. And like, that's why he can't do it. It's stupid. Because <laughs> uh, wasn't that movie NC-17? And that's yeah, why that like it whole, wasn't available yeah, in a lot of places? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't want to adhere to their rules. Or right, whatever, right. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Like, There's a whole documentary about ratings movies. Yeah, yeah. And like how it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, it seemed like there was more of a stigma with VHSs that were above rated R. Yeah. than when DVDs came out because I think DVDs were so cheap to buy because the cost just was so low. Yeah. I think stores were like, just fucking throw just these billion DVDs. And, yeah, yeah. and you could physically just put more on the shelf because they were thinner and right, stuff. Right, but... right, right. Want to let them go back and recut and then you have the unrated version, the rated yes, version. Yes, exactly. Whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thinner than a stuffed butt. Um, uh, yeah, we the, everyone's favorite part of the show now, except for the people who come for, I wanted a serious... Uh, breakdown of the ancient aliens episode but yeah. these guys aren't experts i'm like the guys on the show aren't either you fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> deal with it they don't know how science and logic right. work <laughs> didn't someone say that we well, don't know what reasoning yes. is yes oh yeah somebody was like uh they're not even addressing the fermi paradox every time they talk right, about right. Uh, i still listen because it's occasionally because of the gross out humor and i'm like don't fucking listen asshole we don't <laughs> want you here um no we uh uh i think Bobandi is going to ask us. Well, he says with his last incorrect comment, I have to now reach 20,000 channel points. Because he said cock mo- cockknocker, but that's not, it oh. was Chota oh. Boy. Cockknocker was from um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. The, uh, or, sorry. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was the newer, the newest Jay and Silent Bob movie? Whatever. It's the one from the early 2000s with uh, uh, the chick from American Pie and whatever. Where they end up being like spies and everything. Anyway, oh, okay. they're making a mo- a comic book movie out of Jay and Silent Bob's comic oh, that okay. the dude from Chasing Amy helped write and all this bullshit. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. but Mark Hamill plays uh, the villain 
called Cockknocker because okay. they actually go to the movie. They want to try to shut the movie down oh, okay. because they're not in it and they're portraying them stupid and they're making right, changes right, and right. whatever. And so uh, you should just look Google image search Mark yeah. Hamill Cockknocker. I think it's pretty that funny. is Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah. Because there was the new one that came out like last year that was a Jam yeah, Silent no, Bob no, movie no. too. Yeah, but, I feel like I've seen that movie once, maybe twice, and what you just said sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah, I did not uh, see the the new one. But um, anyway, Bobani being the first person in the twitch.tv slash Aliens chat, I think, or the first person to say hi, yeah. is going to ask, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, JoJo? I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, I took a Friday off and went up to the old cabin yep. in Paso Robles. Old Camp Sugarfoot. Um, uh, with my cousin Brandon, we cranked each other off, mm-hmm. came home. No, uh, <laughs> just got everything buttoned up for the old winter time. Mm-hmm. Um, There's that much wear and tear. Is the wear and tear mostly caused by the weather or by you guys hanging out in the cabin during the, the more temperate um, parts no, of the No, the year. weather up there is gnarly because it gets super hot and then it gets really cold yeah. and then it gets really windy and rainy. So mm-hmm. it's not even like snow where it's like, okay, the snow sets in. Mm-hmm. Like rain is actually worse because it's just always right. wet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you got to really make sure, again, everything's sealed up and yeah. like ready to withstand the rain. So even if there's not a ton – it can get a shitload of rain, and that's how yeah. the lake fills up. But even in not rainy season, still rains a decent amount. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, where the mule is, last time we were there was early summer, because mm-hmm. then everything's just been super busy, so we haven't been yeah, able yeah. to pack up. It's rained a couple times, you know, this last month. You yeah, know, like there was, like, torrential rain, like, once last month, yeah. So, <laughs> the tent shed thing, which from Harbor Freight... Mm-hmm. Um, was caved in. Oh, jeez! Just holding <laughs> a giant pool of water, and this oh. is the second time we found it that way. So you have to like push that up. So if enough right. rain builds up, that thing's gonna snap and just oh. like drench everything. So we built. You gonna frame it up in there a little yeah, bit, some we wood? Oh, well, yeah. I was joking. I'm like, oh, we'll just keep adding wood, and then it just turns into a real shit. Right. <laughs> and then you just peel <laughs> the plastic away. Right, right. It's good to go. But yeah, so we you have to stop caps on that stuff. Right. Um, again, make sure everything's sealed up, and and you fuck with the mice enough so they don't come in or. Right. They do come in. The aluminum foil. Uh, we didn't foil it as much. Okay. Um, not as much of a believer in that anymore. But because uh, <laughs> um, it worked for a while, then it stopped. So it's yeah. like, I oh, think it's got, just they've evolved. They exactly. are evolved. They learn. They, they breed like crazy. They're oh, good yeah. to F at three months, I think. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, oh, yeah. God, I wish that was the case for humans. <laughs> uh, but pruned some trees. So got the old pole saw out. This is a pro map podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cut back a lot of trees because, again, trees start mm. to bow and there's branches. So if something falls again over the winter when it's right. windy or rainy, it could eat shit into something. Well, in the so winter, they start to arrow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's quite quite intense. Uh, what? Because you said they start to bow oh, and then okay. they start to yeah, arrow. Yeah, yeah. I was going with it. Then I'm like, Man, I got to stop. I That's all I could ask thing. for. Uh, so anyways, yeah, cut back that. Had the chainsaw chopped it up. Oh, did a bunch yeah. of loads. A lot of man mm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, headed back. We didn't hit too much traffic. I was home about 6.30. Were you there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Drove up Friday morning. We played disc golf at the old winery. Right. Scoped out Whale the rock. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, got groceries and stuff in town, then headed in. So, yeah, had the evening to, like, unpack and settle yeah. in. So then Saturday morning, we were up at, like, 7. Yeah. Ate breakfast and just did Worked all day. It was nighttime. So oh, wow. Until it's dark. So. Wow. 
Definitely feel in the legs, not the arms so much. Yeah. Soreness. Because so. a lot of squatting and exactly. up and down on the knees and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and branches and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking each other off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shit on my face. <laughs> Uh, I yelled that to myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I was, like, going up there, being outdoors and yeah. enjoying the fresh air and shit. But, uh, yeah, the spring has a, I'm going to just, that side deck, I'm going to blow the whole fucker up and rebuild it mm. from the ground up. I think the, uh, well, you can only do, I guess, one half at a time, but that whole deck needs to be blown well, up Well, the rebuild. front deck's okay, but <laughs> the side deck is where it's the most. It's like a wacky shack oh. at the fun house, very wobbly. Yeah, yeah very... so you say, but... <laughs> I mean, that's when we it have, is. like, 8,000 pounds of meat on it. You know, all of sure. us. <laughs> Big boys, you know, doing WWF-style wrestling yeah. on that, you know. Oh, God. Not Someone would have died. If we did that. <laughs> One body slam and then a vampire death. <laughs> well, I'm pretty confident he was yeah. a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you're telling the fucking park ranger out there. Pretty confident he was a vampire. Um, yeah. 90%. Why are you fucking his corpse then yeah. still? Stop it. Well, he's the undead. Yeah. I mean, they're romantic. Yeah, it's, they get kind of bi-curious, right? Yeah. Whenever you live that long. I mean, what, you're going to stay with yeah. one sex the whole time? Right. It's their love language. Yeah. Uh, being by <laughs> and getting f when dead. Um, yeah, so that's what I did this weekend. Nice. And now working. Now it's Cyber Week, baby. Oh Coming yeah. Coming into Cyber oh. Five, which I've heard more people say that. So now I guess <sighs> it is a thing, unfortunately. Yeah. I but, think yeah. I think our former director <laughs> created uh, something like the Ring virus in right, uh, the right. Ring movies, and it's just. Spread around corporate emails got spread around yeah. LinkedIn things like that. Yeah, he wrote some shitty blog. Like, oh, how to, yeah. how to bat hatches back. for yeah. Cyberfly or whatever. <laughs> and, oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's because a few of those days don't have names. There's Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Cyber Monday, and then you can all argue Giving Tuesday or is it the Wednesday before? Th- well, United? then it's like Couch is, Thursday is Thanksgiving. Well, we made that up though. Right. That's still not even yeah. <laughs> right. Because uh, the Saturday what, Sunday Cyber are not week, right, and it's Cyber Weeks because it's like people True. are already like early Black Friday, right, right, for the last like two weeks, yes, and then you have Black Friday again or Monday Cyber Monday extended for the yep. whole week, so it's like two I already weeks, I got like a, a decent weeks. amount of our some of our main gifts off the list already with just yeah. all the fucking sales that right, are, right, that was right. like two weeks ago shit's happened, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, and again with all the product shortages there aren't going to be that yes. many different deals on black friday right. so yes. get your shopping done folks get your shit early um but anyways yeah so it's like cyber weeks i don't i don't know when everyone says cyber five i'm like no it's cyber weeks yeah or week hey because it starts we're gonna start something tuesday or at your company maybe next year you start copyright by steve right cyber or cyber strong exactly <laughs> cyber fierce <laughs> Well, yeah, because you have Small Business Saturday. Yeah. Bobandy says, I like Blow Me Sunday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it would be Suck Me Sunday, Bobandy. Oh, Come on, God. the alliteration. Well, come day. <laughs> um, blow, blow Me Sunday. <laughs> Which I did watch The Burbs again up there. And oh. I love when old movies, there's a line I just had never yeah, realized yeah. and just get to. And yep. there's a scene where... The old, like, ex-war Vietnam vet guy. Yeah. It's like when they're sending the crew over and they, like, cut the wires. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's walking onto his roof with a giant sniper rifle. Yes. Yeah. And scope. And then Corey Feldman's like, hey, man, why do you have a gun? And he's just like, why don't you shut up and paint your damn house? And then, like, just sits down. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> started dying. Cause the guy's like, yeah, why do you have a gun? Just why don't you shut up? <laughs> as I as you were saying this, I was laughing because I thought of I I don't know if anyone's done it before. Do a documentary about Vietnam vets, but it's about veterinarians from yeah. Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe during the war too. But. Right, right. Or like uh, my friend Larry, who lived in Vietnam oh, after yes. college, college, so <laughs> mid two thousands for mm-hmm. a couple years, came back just after the war. <laughs> well, came back. They were at a bar. Uh-huh. Talking to people, and someone's like, oh, yeah, he just got back from Vietnam. He was living there. And some girl's like, thank you for your service. And then they're she all was serious? dead serious. <laughs> oh like, he God. wasn't in Vietnam the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He was born many years after that war ended. Right. And Vietnam's a country, and right. you can be there. And that war's still not going on. Right. He just... And now that lady is his wife. Mid-20s? I don't know. Stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, also the fact that he's not 62. Right, that's what I was Thank you for your service. Oh, God. Yeah, Vietnam's you know, just a war-torn fucking yeah, hellscape. Yeah. Anyways, how you doing, Joe? Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> J- oh, truly okay. just okay. But uh, had a had a massive... It's been a tough year. Shit had a Had week. a massive family emergency another life and death thing uh with my wife's family but uh i'm not going to go into further detail everyone's physically okay now but yeah yeah, been a long weekend um but uh how was uh murietta yeah so the 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 day we took we had uh thursday off because of a very specific corporate holiday only at our company and uh went down with dorsch gorner uh, my first time ever on the Ortega Highway, the old 74, yeah. which that is fucking gnarly. <laughs> uh, because a lot of those war, fucking... <laughs> Bob Benny does say the war gave bla- the world blasion. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Did war brides over there. One? Yeah. Did we know a blasion? Yeah. When we're at the one company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Was she Vietnamese or something else? She was... I think she might have been or Korean, one of the or two. Cambodian? Or something like that, yeah. So, um, but uh, anyway, sorry to no, no worries. Uh, no, the seventy four is uh, it's crazy. Like it, it is. It seems so much faster. But I already was down at his house, which takes me forty five minutes to get there anyway. Because last time we went there, I told Ding Dong and Brandon just meet me there because by the time you get to my house, it's still an hour because you have to go back up to the ninety one. Exactly. Yeah. Or what you would think the Ortega Highway is a straight straight shot cut through. It's not because it's windy slow right roads. you have to drive way slower if so there, now if there's a straight shot you'd be there in 20 minutes right exactly yeah. so but it's kind of a pick your point at least psychologically it's like oh we're already at like elsinore on the other side yeah, like yeah. whatever but, but then you have to drive forever down there and right I, yeah I, i've done uh, it a few times where i'm like i'll do either but it's like yeah because they because literally there's only like a five minute difference between the two with no yeah. traffic so it's whatever but uh ortega highway known for many like some of the like Peppers. highest number of motorcycle deaths yeah. In, in California, because it's so whiny, but people well, love again, to... again, when I was in Ohio, some guy... Because I was like... We were at a bicycle store. Yeah. And I was like, something talking to him. He's like, oh, man. I want to go out and take my Harley and just ship it out there and ride that Ortega Highway someday. That God. was his, like, goal in life. Yeah. So I can fucking give myself a Viking funeral or some See. shit. Launch myself off. Because some of those edges <sighs> do not have fucking railings at all. <laughs> it's, like, crazy. Well, uh, another guy, uh, ooey gooey goodness from work... Mm-hmm. He he would go there on ghost hunts because apparently oh. it's super haunted because there's so many 
crash cars oh, and it's, got it. it's it's more of a pain in the ass to get them out than leave them there so they just leave them there Ew. so there's littered cars interesting full-on wrecks out there huh. too uh yeah there was like a weird beer garden uh there's, and yeah, pumpkin store bars. it was like also yeah. pumpkin like great yeah. <laughs> no because i had no clue people lived on it i yeah, thought it was yeah, yeah. just a highway it's your country living yes which is really weird i was like that, that, yeah. That, yeah it's in but i mean it's only, I mean, if you live dead center, it's a half hour each way from the center to either the Inland Empire, Temecula area, like yeah. Elsinore area, or Which Southern is pure Orange County. Desert, yeah. Or the beach, but you're in this right. like, kind of greenish, <laughs> I know. hilly area. It's, it's very much like, and it's like 2,500 feet at its tallest elevation or something. Yeah. So you're kind of like, it's going to be worse weather, but not enough to snow or be fun. Plus, it's like, there's no fucking stores out there. It's They, they have like their own fireplace, but. I'm like, God, these fuckers have to drive up and down this hill yeah. to get groceries, to get education, right. apparently. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I could not. And it was mostly, like, trailer parks and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah, people yeah. could just haul One their shit things, out. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, very very odd choice to live out there. But, um, yeah, drove out there, uh, played two rounds at Mountain Pride. Um, my, uh, my, I don't know, five-day-a-week field work and practice is paying off because uh, I was just throwing further, easier, straighter than before. Yeah. Had some really good shots. Everyone had some really good shots. Um, and uh, I think I parred for the first time. And I think I think Dorsch actually, because he made a big-ass putt, uh, birdied the fucking tunnel hole. Because that's a oh, par wow. five if you play yeah, both yeah, of them. Yeah. But uh, I was stoked with the par. But, uh, uh, yeah, had I think, like, the first round, I had a plus eight finish, but two holes, I added three strokes each because of horrible putt sequences. Things, yeah. Uh, but then the second round, I left with a plus two or plus no, yeah, plus two, and I finished hole eighteen with a sixty foot birdie, which was fun on oh, elevated nice. basket, yeah. which are like the bane of most disc golf yeah, existence. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so uh, and it's just nice because too, like less effort, less sore every time, and I'm right. still. You know, now I'm like, can, you know, throwing 330 plus or 350 plus yeah, on an yeah. open field. Um, but uh, all the holes that usually give me trouble were just like, oh, if I just do this, yeah, it's not hard, bad, you know. Yeah. So, um, well, Bandy, it's the 405, the 74, the 110 because yes. they're things. Yes. Okay. And because we invented the freeways out here in California. Right. So we get to name We them. shut down the red car for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um, drove back. Uh, we went to the hat afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, there's one down there. Yes. And uh, I had had a good fast on, so I pigged out and it was delicious. Um, but yeah. Uh, How's traffic coming back? Well, if you guys did you Ortega back? Yes, we did the See, same thing. That's the one benefit is not the 91 bullshit yeah. of rush hour. Because what time were you done? Like three, four o'clock? Yes. There was, a, there was a decent amount of traffic now coming through Ortega, though. So there was mm. some slowdowns. On, on the way out there, no traffic except one truck, which drove 30 miles an hour or less right. for 40 minutes. So we were yeah. this, we and this other car were stuck behind them. Um, but uh, anyway. But uh, no, it was a fun day until that night when the really bad All thing happened. Uh, yeah. And my wife was gone most of the night. Um, but uh, So it's just been kind of a weird blur since then. Friday, though, things had, things had settled uh, to where like no one was like abandoning anyone or anything. And so... Uh, we had already planned, we'd already had tickets for, with my family to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife and go to Korean barbecue beforehand. Mm. So that was fun. My wife was having a tough time enjoying that, but, um, uh, but really liked the movie the, and she, she really liked the movie. I really liked the movie too. I assume you haven't seen it cause you were out of town. Exactly. Um, I might go Wednesday night. 
but uh no super super liked it uh had like a goonies like and then it chapter one because it chapter two was kind of lame mm-hmm. um but uh ver- seems very rewatchable pacing okay. was good like see everyone said it's good there's one guy at my work was like eh, just okay I would never say it was just okay. Like, I mean, there's, there's like the only, the only complaints I have are not really spoilers at all, but they're good. Th- I wish it was longer, actually, because I thought it was like two and a half hours. Like, but it's like, said. I mean, it's it's long enough. It's like an hour and fifty some minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, your dick is an hour and fifty one yeah. minutes long. Okay. Um, but uh, and then I wish the the ghost de- designs were really cool and very reminiscent of like the toys and the cartoon yeah, show. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to see more of them. There was like, I wonder if there'll be like an uncut version with like, there's one scene where it's like, is there every, okay. Every fucking Ghostbusters movie has a sequence where like all hell breaks off. loose and yeah, all yeah. the ghosts are released. And yeah. then they have the, the third act. Right. Yeah. So that happens of course. And so there's a cool, there's, you know, and part of the fun of the first two movies is like, Oh, seeing all the ghosts doing crazy, the montage of all the crazy shit happening in the city. Right. Or yeah. they're in another place in this movie. But, uh, but it was only like 30 seconds and there was a couple really cool designs and I was like, oh, I wanted to see. But that's like not really a complaint. It's more just yeah. like. It's like it's Star a, Wars. Like you get to go into the cantina or yes. go into there, you know, wherever. So yeah. it left me Jonas wanting more. Palace. Left me yeah. wanting more, which is a good thing. Um, but uh, no, it was super fun. Like I kind of, I don't know if I'm going to rush to see it again in the theater, but definitely will like want to watch it again when it, when it comes, comes out. Yeah. So, um, and it was, it was a good escape for us yeah. at First yeah. Air yeah. especially. And then, um, Saturday was dealing with the thing that happened a little bit more and then just kind of came home. We watched, uh, have you seen rising sun with Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes? It's like a, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was like, a long time ago, but they yeah. did it on action boys. Uh, so that was, that was, uh, it was weird and fun. Cause they're like the business, the Japanese business, yes. but then they're like, <laughs> but you know, business is like a war, you know, it's right. like, the, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy because <laughs> wow. it was an action boys movie, so I wanted to watch that. Um, Sean Connery's '90s wig season was like in full effect in that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, so now I'm calling because you know he ta- he talks about the the senpai and kohai relationship where the senpai is the older man in authority, and then the kohai is the younger man, you know, and like all the Kauai, rules of Japanese Kauai. culture and stuff. And so uh, <laughs> my wife will say. Oh hi, and I'm like, oh kohai, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> senpai. <sighs> but I know it's like the first time I've seen senpai not yeah. really in hint, like only because yeah, usually, yeah. oh senpai. It's like you know, right, some right. chick You're fucking like her teacher daddy. or something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, the equivalent. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, Sunday uh, had a had a really good uh, martial arts meet up, and then. Um, had a member of Sarah's family over and cooked a uh, a ragui, uh, just ragui. That's what yeah, I call it. Yeah. No, a ragui uh, pastor with uh, papadali noodles and short ribs. Delicious. Uh, and just hung out. We watched some Seinfeld, and uh, we wanted to watch start watching Tiger King season two. I did that, but uh, uh, Thick Nick was telling us like how much they talk about how how awful it was for like the cats that get basically they're gonna die and all the tra- and so we were like. Maybe not watch uh, anything with sad stuff for a couple days, but well, the first um, few ep- we watched probably because there's only five this time. Episodes, yeah. They don't talk about the cats that much. He was he was talking about how like whenever they talk about uh, uh, transferring the cats from one shitty place to another when they bought them, a lot of them just die from 
heat because they're in horrible cages on the freeway for like two days straight and like whatever. It's you know, I was just like, it's fine. I mean, there was horrible shit in the first Tiger King, but we were just like, let's yeah. just yeah. let's just stay away from that for yeah. Uh, yeah. a little while. But um, excited for this year to be over and behind us. It's a lot of. Of course, there's good things that you learn, and uh, you get faced with like opportunities to like prove like that you're doing better with really core things that like you know you work on in therapy and stuff like that, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but kind of sick of being tested so much this year and like yeah. proving those points. So, um, but because uh, it'll be what happened with this will be a long kind of a long culture shift for the family. So. Yeah. Um, did not make pizza this past week too, so kind of pissed about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm really pissed I didn't yeah. make pizza for the first time in <laughs> like 35, like weeks. six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and then yeah, work is work. We're just my team and I are ramping up for Cyber Week and the 17 promotions we're gonna have and all this bullshit. So, um, other than that. I think it's time to get the plugs out of our urethras and take a pee pee and get some more wee wee fuel, which is water. CC. And For say BB. Bye bye. Booger. Uh, we are back. We are a little lighter in the bladder, a little heavier, getting sadder. Uh, um, this episode. Who dis? It took me. Until the end of the episode, real I could I could get a I could glean what they were going for, but it wasn't until the very end when Georgie was like, "Well, this has been such a fascinating conversation." Like I'm like, so that was was this supposed to be like looking in on a conversation with? Yeah. Apparently, because the next the episode, greatest mind. <laughs> uh, the next episode is the the dynamic duo of Sooks and Childress, but with Nick Pope talking about. Right, the the UFO pioneers and stuff like that, and it's like that's well, fine, it's but the COVID right, caps, right? It's like <laughs> how they can have a very quarantine, no travel, right. couple of people show up, you can test them all. Exactly. I mean, I know yeah, it, yeah. It, that's what's no, so it's crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're right that definitely people had to travel to a studio, or they were sending production crews out to people to record right. their or talking zooming. head moments right. or whatever. Or but it's like, yeah, it's like boy. you <laughs> you guys picked. Until the pandemic, to have in-person discussions in the same right, indoor fucking room, slit each other's throats, or you right. actually know each other, except for when Barra's on the show. Exactly. Which triumphant return of Barra with new talking head footage. I was going to say that was new, right? Yeah. Okay. There was maybe two and a half minutes of new footage in this episode. Yeah. There was the Amy Tatel, who's like the cute little scientist gal, which sounds so. She seems like a cool person. I've like looked at her Instagram, and so she plays yeah. like super hard uh, Mario Maker levels and streams mm. them and shit like I that. Think she's been on this before? No. Or she has, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, super cute little scientist yeah, chick, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, she was on, and there was a couple, like, there was a new Barra, and, uh, I'm in a new Barrix. No, yeah. uh, there was a new Barra and a couple, a couple, like, very quick, I think that Mike Carlotta guy, the image specialist, his was new-ish. Um, they've had him on the show before, yeah. but it was... It's very strange. Like like you said, it went by kind of fast because at least our brains were not subconsciously used to the same pacing slog right. of the normal episodes. So they would they would cut to instead of being all clips, you know, clips of somewhere and then clips of someone, it was they basically filmed this ongoing 
probably what I would say is like a two-hour conversation then edit it down yeah. uh, between Travis Taylor, Sukalos, and Childress. So, uh, like I said, this seems to be like a series that's happening yeah. in the next chunk of episodes. Childress and Sukalos seems to be the anchors for each one. Yeah. And, uh, and, and likely shot on the same day or week as the William Shatner thing, too, because they're yeah, probably over already all yeah. in the same office. Again, once you get your test and quarantine right. and sit in a hotel or yes. whatever. Yeah, because the timeline works out that at least the the rapid test and PCR tests were plentiful and easy to get by yeah. this point, which was like later later last year, because um, these are still yeah. 20, 2020, so probably summer 2020. So by that point, at least you could like go to most urgent cares or just order tests right, if right, you wanted right, to. Right. So. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan, he would test everyone that came in and they would right, right. still do it. And he still got COVID. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a very, what I wrote it later, but what I couldn't stand about this episode was it seems like literally, unless you could see them in one shot talking. Right. It seems like literally no two sentences were actually said sequentially. There was so much fucking editing in this episode. So many awkward like transitions, so many awkward uh, commercial cuts. Like there was one where it was like Travis Taylor's like, I'm definitely interested in that, and then bow, 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 like goes to a commercial, and then yeah. they're and they're also like they're trying to create like almost a weird reality show style tension, but they're all agreeing with each other. Like right. nobody oh, disagrees. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no fight. So it just cuts to like Taylor going like, well. And then, <laughs> that's where I would like to have Bara in right. them three. Right. That that would be an episode yes. right there. Not talking head Bara. I want him I want Travis Taylor passive aggressively fucking yes, with him. Exactly. And then Bara trying to imitate Childress and make fun right. of him. Right. <laughs> and then Sook's in the mix and just yes. that that's that's the spoon that's gonna mix that pot up. Yes. And, and and yeah, like that I don't think we mentioned this on the Shatner episode, but that episode was such a missed opportunity because every one of them, uh, every one of the ancient astronaut theorists were the the straight men. Uh, you know, right. I mean, right. So, you know, yeah. so maybe two, three nights. Uh, but no, they were the straight men and the the safe. Uh, like, like again, why did they have me, the reverend, on right. that one? He, he didn't talk once. He doesn't. He's, he's a cool contributor to the show, but he is not even one of the regulars. So it's yeah. like... Yeah. Why do you have him and, and like, Sadak? fine, but he didn't say jack shit either. Right. Uh, Anti-Semitism in Hollywood, anyone? Uh, I mean, it's crazy that <laughs> the black guy and the Jewish yeah. guy didn't say shit. Walk into an entire ancient time. aliens yeah. panel. <laughs> <laughs> and William Shatner shows up. <laughs> and says, hey, how about them Dodgers? And it's like. Beam me up, Ooh. something racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Although Shatner is Jewish himself, but yeah, uh, but also racist. Yes, <laughs> uh, he's a J racist. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that yeah, it to have yeah Bara on there to have Robert Shock on there, who as we know yeah. in real life like doesn't just completely buy into Whatever, ancient astronaut theory, more yeah. about more ancient history than we admit to kind of yeah, history, yeah, like yeah. Graham Hancock style stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, so very very much softballs over the plate. Yeah. Over the plate? Yeah. Sure. Playing softball and throwing them over the plate. Yeah. Uh, Lobbing them. Or lobs. Throwing them Tennis term, baseball up. term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what Vainum does best. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> even just thinking of like, 
just a, a, a simple like uh, color swap in like Marvel versus Capcom two, where Venom is a playable character, yeah, and just yeah. just having him be Peach and kind of veiny right, <laughs> would be right. disgusting because <laughs> it's like animated so just fluidly. And cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, and like the teeth and everything, yeah. and yeah, and again, blobby. Yes, coming off him all the time. <laughs> just because he's skin. always just wet. In yes, his mouth. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, super, like, so writing notes, at le- again, better for my brain, because writing notes for this episode was at least different. It felt more like uh, an Adventurous Ghost episode. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I have to pause those episodes, but not nearly as much as Ancient Aliens, because there's just, Ancient Aliens is throwing so much information right, at you. Right, right, right. And then also, the information on this episode has literally all been talked about yeah, before yeah. I, many times. I was watching it, looked at, I'm like, there's no way this episode's over. I'm right. like, wait, did I what? And I, I went know. back and rewatched parts of it. I'm like, yeah. no, I wasn't zoning out. Yeah, like, yeah. It just it went by. Mm-hmm. Like I literally thought it was a 25 minute episode. Yeah, because because at least it was. They were having a a fake dynamic conversation instead of, Clotworthy, going back and going right, right. you know and whatever. So, um, and it, yeah, paste. It was like, oh, this to this, and well, what about that? Yes. And then they interviewed a few other people. And, yeah, yeah. It was the first time in a very long time that I paused it, and I was like. Oh shit! I'm already 27 minutes into this. You know, yeah. like I, I paused it before to write notes, but I hadn't paid attention to the right, the, right, the right. scrub bar or whatever. But um, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's a weird setup. Uh, Giorgio, uh, Travis Taylor, and Childress are around the corner of a table and talking about the privatization of space travel, the kind of state of space travel now, how things are changing, and you know, the the Musks and the Bigelows, and then whoever is coming along in the future that's gonna they're gonna be the ones to go to Mars. They're gonna be the ones to to make space travel cheaper. Or Travis Taylor says, he was like, there's a, lot, there's a lot of people in this world where $20 million, that doesn't mean anything yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt and I. Uh, <laughs> uh, the hot takes from Travis. Tra- Travis Taylor, right. hot take. There it is. <laughs> hey, he worked on Skin, <laughs> Tra- skin Ranch, and that guy was a billionaire. Travis Tickler. <laughs> yeah. Tickler. Uh, <laughs> Mr. French Tickler. Um, I did watch I, that this weekend. <laughs> in your DVD chest that's oh, yeah. up there. Oh, yeah. Now is that thing weatherproof, like a weatherproof chest? No, it goes inside. Oh, okay, got yeah, it, got yeah. it. Um, I think we decided that the the hiatus, the Ancient Aliens hiatus show that we're going to record, yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to be no, we don't. It's the it's the secret of Skinwalker Ranch show, right? But I think we decided on uh, hunting for Skinwalker Ranch. I think because so. it was hunting for skin. Because yeah, the yeah. other one was uh, the secret for Skinwalker Ranch, right, but that's right. grammatically kind of. Right, reaching right. you know but hunting for skinwalker ranch exactly makes sense it's a, and it's a very history travel channel you know hunting right, for right, bigfoot right. searching yeah. for this or yeah. you know if it was on the food network you'd be hungry for skin <laughs> hey we could do that too <laughs> <laughs> that actually might be better hungry for skinwalker <laughs> ranch that actually is, i think that's it that's oh, there a we good go. good riff <laughs> sesh uh i'm gonna write that down <laughs> right here uh let's see yeah, let me see what hungry for skin. Hung. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot yeah, we could oh, do yeah, with the yeah. typology here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could even be like like us, like there's a big bottle of yeah, ranch, but right. it's like foreskin, like a right, right. foreskin walker <laughs> brand ranch or something. <laughs> Because then the logo, right. the logo for foreskin yeah, walker the bottle ranch. just is longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly a cock shaped yeah, 
bottle. Yeah. Well, with the foreskin on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Venom's popping up in the yeah. background. <laughs> Try to steal it with yeah. his ball skin <laughs> tentacles. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, we get our first Sook alert, and he says, uh, I mean, Sooks is like kind of like trying to be the the old hat, you know, master at all this right, stuff and right, whatever. Right, right. Childress is a is just ticking and spazzing out the whole like he yeah. he gets all charged up again as if someone's disagreeing with him, but I think in his head he's excited to be having this open conversation oh, yeah. he's with other trying to show alertness and yes. his way of non-verbally engaging yes. right <laughs> cuz he is disagreeing with all the skeptics all the right. haters you know yeah. um but uh yeah very very entertaining but like stressful energy from children because right, he just right, never right. stops moving so um yeah sukler here he says uh, and now with more launches the probability of seeing extraterrestrials will increase i mean really i really think we are destined to explore our own solar system and beyond because it's hardwired within us and he says this a hundred fucking times if he says it once in this episode where it's yeah. all about we belong back out there our, it's, our dna is pulling us out there we're pulling our dna out to right. get back there right. uh you know you're trying to plan your space travel you're all horny you got to get rid of the poison so you can think straight again yep, while you're yep, engineering yep. uh warp drives and stuff but uh and then children's champion it's in our dna just agreeing with him very very aggressively uh children's and taylor bring up cosmism so it's all up there t- this is basically like a tour of astronauts right, right. of of uh earth 20th century to 21st century astronauts um, not an uninteresting subject, but again, this show has literally used the footage from all of these stories before right. to tell these exact same stories. So, um, but cosmism, it's the whole Wikipedia section on cosmic uh, cosmism is the, like Travis Taylor's like, it's their, I mean, it's basically their religion. Well, not their religion, but like, it's their way of thinking about, uh, he, oh, he, he says he's like, he's like, it's like their Russian ancient astronaut theory. Like, so. The Russians have a very, uh, at the time, had a have a much more like mystical view of religion and things like that, and so, um, plus especially when it became Soviet, religion was outlawed, and then it like swung way back after the fall of Soviet Union to being very mystical and magical. But right, um, but they believe that, uh, either by panspermia or aliens seeded the planet. I mean, they literally believe that there was either directed panspermia or our DNA came from other star systems and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that we're going to, we, you know, it's our destiny to go back out to find where we came from. It's the ultimate galactic daddy philosophy. Yeah. Uh, they yak on about that. That's, uh, uh, so Soilkovsky was like the father of it. Again, this is all footage from old episodes. Um, he, uh, his initial like inciting incident was like, he, he thought that he, he felt strongly that there was intelligent consciousness out in the universe uh, and that, you know, people have been seeing UFOs and blah, blah, blah. So he, like, went out into a field and asked it, please just show me a sign that you're real and I will dedicate my life. So the clouds formed, like, a plus sign, a cross shape right. uh, that he said was very unnatural. He took that as a sign that, okay, you answered me. I'm going to figure this out. He invented, like, the basic equation that um, allows a vehicle to break Earth's atmosphere and the gravitational pull to get out into orbit and all that stuff. Which was used 60 years later for the Sputnik launch. So, again, cool, but we've talked about... I mean, this was like years ago when we first talked about Cosmism. Yeah. But um, back to the conference room, they start yakking about the Salyut 7 incident, which is where it was in uh, 1984. The cosmonauts on a Russian ship saw these, like, 
face slash golden angel looking beings that looked as big as like a jet fighter mm-hmm. uh, out their window. And it was it was unique, especially because it was like one of the only times where when they saw these things, they felt a huge sense of calm and felt like good vibrations. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, they heard the song, Good Vibrations Come On. Right. Uh, come on. And, uh, and then come they, you know... <laughs> Uh, they, uh, this is where they first show Amy to tell. So I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't completely old footage in this episode. So it's not, cause otherwise it literally would have been like a clip show, like a sitcom yeah, yeah. clip show, you know? Um, the, so far all the Nick Pope shit is old here. They're, they're just talking about, oh, it was so weird that usually you panic when you see aliens, but it's, you know, these people yeah, thought it was pretty pants. peachy keen. And so, um, uh, Solkovsky also theorized that the whole universe is alive. There's tons of intelligent life everywhere, uh, but many forms of that intelligent life don't have physical bodies like these angels or this or whatever. They're tying it back to him. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, Childress is, like, nervous and fucking rambling here about how – he's like, we're so curious about what astronauts do on their spacewalks and their their missions and this. And, like, just – it's like, okay, okay, calm down. Like, and Sooks has a very, like – variety show or like a late night show moment where he's like well you know the best person to ask about that would be an actual astronaut and i happen to have dr leroy chow (laughs) here on a video call we got a zoom call going here yeah uh and and this is where it like cuts to the segment because it's like a cliffhanger and travis taylor it seems like a whole different moment but he's just like i would be excited to see that like and he's like trailing away like turning his head and stuff um and so they cut back uh Leroy Choi appears on (laughs) appears on the tv I gotta tell you I don't know if this was a fake zoom call but their inner both of their internet connections Leroy's and uh the ancient astronaut theorist seemed very fast that looked like high def video and like not a single frame skip anything like that when they were talking to him oh they got the DSN or whatever the fucking Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. Know, the uh, uh, T1. What is that fucking or... called? It could have been that, but no. It's like like what Howard would have, yeah, whereas exactly. the yeah. the specific phone line that was dedicated right, to right, yeah, right. which is crazy um, expensive. Yes. Um, uh, Leroy has four different missions in space in his career, uh, and you know when he says that, you know he's listing all his things. He's like, oh, I did this in the eighties, and this in the nineties, and whatever. And Sooks and Childress, like, they look at each other like, oh, very impressive. What, what, we, what? They're like, uh-huh, we got this guy in the show. It's like, and again, I don't know if this is natural or they're being given direction to do this. It all seems very awkward. And um, uh, Leroy does say, oh, sorry, Travis Taylor says, have you ever seen something that you couldn't explain on one of your missions before? And he's, and he's like, he's like, I have seen, you know, there was like five lights flying in a formation. It looks like a typical, like what people would say was a triangle craft. Yeah. Um, and they were like passing around orbit when it was like the sun was coming around the earth. So they were in a very dark, you know, the dark side of the earth. And mm-hmm. then it was coming around the light. And he saw in the kind of the twilight there, this, these craft going by. And he was later told when he reported it officially, they're like, oh, you just saw the squid fishing boat lights in, in the ocean next to Buenos Aires. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, because you, they use super bright lights to attract the squid <laughs> at night. And then Childress, like, calls bullshit. He's like, but wouldn't you also have seen the lights from a huge city like Buenos Aires at the same time of night and da-da-da? And, like, he's, like, all, like, perturbed. Like, And I'm like, yeah. oh, are they going to have, like, an actual emotional, like, not emotional, but, like, an actual debate here or something? But it is a fair question because Leroy, until until right before he leaves the call, acts like he's going to be, like, 
I can't go on record as saying I believe UFOs are real or any of that shit because he's just right. like, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I saw, you know. So I guess there's a chance, but you know, I, I don't, I don't really know what I saw, and he just keeps being yeah, cagey yeah. about it. Um, Taylor, uh, Travis Taylor lists off a bunch of other astronauts that saw UFOs, including uh, good old Grandpa old Buzz Aldrin. And this is like a clip from, I think, the first season where he's like, so I was looking outside the window and uh, Neil was down there working on it. And it's just like this whole very grandpa, I'm going to rape you at the end. Like like one of those stories where you're like, is this a fun thing or is this going to end with you like locking the door, like saying, just like this lock right here. And then like yeah, locking yeah. it and you're like, oh God, I'm about to lose my virginity to going the love wild. of my life. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Uh, anyway, he... They've they've had this story on the show a million times, but Buzz Aldrin saw a cylindrical thing moving very quickly across his field of vision out of this porthole. The only thing that had been like dumped off the ship was this engine a while before, like the the main rocket engine, but that like shot off in a whole different trajectory and direction, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also that whole fucking thing that Barra talked about where they had like a blood ritual. Yeah, uh, him and Neil Armstrong as they were landing on the moon and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, their all sorts of conspiracies there. But uh, Nick Pope says because uh, Nick Pope is always like the you know the government conspiracy guy. He's like some say UFOs followed them to the moon. Others say they were already on the moon waiting for them. So it's like whatever. That's it. Uh, a lot of quick hits. So we don't get a lot of insight in any of this. Uh, right. The insight is cutting back to Childress, Taylor, and Sukalos. Uh, just yakking about. I mean, you. There's absolutely not a single thing that you don't expect them to say <laughs> right. on this. So, uh, and Childress chimes in back in the conference room. And he's like, uh, "Did you ever talk to the Russians when you were up there about UFOs or extraterrestrials specifically?" And he, he's caging again. He's like, "This is where he's like, a lot of us astronauts see things we can't explain." And then they cut to uh, this super hunky astronaut, this blonde Aryan dude. He spent 50,000 hours in space. He's, like, spent the most time in space of everyone in the world, I guess. And um, he's seen multiple things. He lists them off uh, very briefly. Uh, but this is where Leroy is open mind. He's, like, they're about to let him go. He does say that he believes it would be truly arrogant to think that there aren't a lot of intelligent uh, uh, species of life out in the universe. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and the three boys are eating it up, and they're smiling and nodding and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, again, they're smiling and nodding, but then it, like, does an awkward commercial cut, yeah, and it's like, dun, 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 and I'm like, they're all liking what just happened. Yeah, they're not yeah. fighting with each other, you know. But um, very like a like a very weird like keeping up with the Kardashians vibe or some shit. I don't know. Right, but right, right. Um, uh, they 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 cut back. Travis Taylor talks about how that that stupid Brookings report is like the only reason that the uh, that American astronauts are not nearly as open about. UFOs, you know, you know, uh, uh, what uh, Childress, you know, says they just call them bogeys, you know, like 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 the U.S. astronaut. Oh my God, U.S. astronaut. I've got that Childress energy going here. U.S. astronauts, they don't say the phrase UFO. They just say a bogey as if it was any potential unknown enemy aircraft in the sky, even if they're out in fucking space. <laughs> right, <laughs> like where? Right, right. Why would there be a? You know, Tom Cruise is out there fucking... Uh, Thomas Cruise. Uh, he stole the MiG from the Russians and fucking right, right. flew it out into space. Um, they talk about the bogey that Apollo 11 saw uh, just a couple hours into their mission. Uh, we do get a new piece of footage of Loudmouth Leahy, Bill Burns, and he, but he's like dressed like a, either a hipster or a college professor. He has like a full beard yeah. and a big purple scarf and like glasses and shit. It's like very strange. 
Um, he just fucking, you know, says that uh, these bogeys, you saw them, and then about Apollo 11. Uh, Childress brings up Edgar Mitchell. He's from the Apollo 14 mission. One of six astronauts, well, at the time, one of, or sorry, he was the sixth man to walk on the moon. And uh, now he's a big astronaut, or sorry, uh, UFO awareness advocate. Right. He's been on the show before. He's got a real old man mouth, very wet, very, you know, kind of like monkey puppety in here. It's a very disturbing for me to look at his <laughs> his upper lip makes me my my brain needs to see a mustache there but there isn't one and it right, looked like right, right. he looks Just gross I've, I've never seen him with a mustache but i can tell he looks gross clean shaven like he does, right. he does. sorry sorry edgar my bad i guess edgar. uh sorry not sorry but um th- this is a very weird segment though because he's like and when we when we started our return trip i don't know how he talks can't remember no he's, he's kind of like this because to throw his weird lips on this return trip I had a life-changing experience, and I and I knew all of a sudden that every kind of life in the universe was connected to the same thing. And I'm like, but he never fucking says what he saw. And I'm right, like, I'm right. sure I could look it up in two seconds, but I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, he just says, I had a life-changing experience, and forever after that, I've advocated for disclo- the, the disclosure movement. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shows a bunch of clips of him and fucking, uh, I'm sure, pay-to-play UFO congresses and shit mm-hmm. like that with experts. Um, uh, this is where... Uh, Childress steals Travis Taylor's thunder, and he's like, "Everyone's always saying that, you know, oh, all of NASA's gonna gonna be lying about that. They can't keep everyone can't keep a secret, but no, these are very compartmentalized. They, they they're on need to know basis." And and Travis Taylor goes, "Well, like they're gonna he's gonna disagree," and then it cuts to commercial, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and then uh, they don't go back to that at all. Yeah, uh, they cut back, and Sukalos uh, talks about like all the photographic evidence. So great, we have all these photographs now. Uh, this is where I made the note that it's just edited to shit. Like so much, so much, so many weird cuts and right. and uh, tonal changes in the middle of sentences. Um, <laughs> children, I wrote children's almost comes at the mention of the the Skylab nineteen seventy three photos, and uh, he's like, we, we have really clear photos of that, and that is an anomaly. And like again, like somebody was saying otherwise. Like they're both Travis Taylor and Sukes are like, oh, it's great, cool photo, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole point of this is like the Skylab, it took a photo outside one of the windows and there was like a, a weird glorp of red lights, like looks like five or six red lights, a little mm-hmm. lights, a little separate one. And then Sooks is saying like, you know, they tried to test it out. They recreated it and say it was just a reflection of red lights on the instrument panel, but there's only one red light. There isn't five red lights on there. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not disagreeing with any of this evidence. It's just, uh, I, I mean, the number one thing we repeat is just how often they do the same shit. Right, right, you know? right. So there's no new insight. There's no, like, I would be interested in that incident because uh, I don't know if we've seen that specific one before, but uh, I don't know. This episode can't decide if it wants to go into things or gloss over right, them. So, right, right. Um, oh, that's where we get this awkward insert Travis, Travis Taylor. He's like, I find that very interesting. Like, it's totally cut off. <laughs> okay. Uh, they show the Corey Musgraves footage now, and this is, uh, we've seen this footage before. It's the very, like, black and white, but video of the corner of, Port, like, the Earth with Puerto Rico kind of at the center. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, all these, like, lightning storms and things going off in the clouds. And then you see these little tiny dots forming, and then you see this huge comet thing, like, come out uh, from what looks like over Puerto Rico. And we get our first Barra Barrage in quite a while, and he says... Uh, Nothing too interesting, but he says, uh, uh, it really seems like the, the footage we're looking at, the, the video footage of STS-80, 
clearly shows, which is the satellite, clearly shows what appear to be powered vehicles operating in low Earth orbit, performing the way that extraterrestrial UFOs are supposed to perform. Uh, and so uh, we oh, this is where we see Mark Carlotto, who's the imaging expert guy. Again, maybe some of the other new footage in the episode. And he talks about how long it's a ver- it's way too long this whole fucking segment. Mm-hmm. He's going into like how he looks. It's like just show the fucking footage, and he's like, right, he, right. the the only thing that really matters is that uh, this thing crosses approximately three hundred forty miles in half of a second, and he says that's literally as like fast as a lightning bolt, which is crazy. Yeah. So uh, could have just ended there, but it's like a minute and a half of him, his ugly mug on the screen. Excuse me, uh, but NASA still refuses to comment on the. Um, STS-80 right. case for some reason. But it is weird. It looks like it looks like a almost like if you believe that the UFOs are using that kind of gravity pocket thing and like a gravity well and falling into mm-hmm. space yeah, and then move and then therefore yeah, moving yeah. faster than light. Uh, it looks like like you can see a little thing and then around it looks like a comet as, just as if there was like some gravity well or some bubble right, around right, it. Right. Uh, that was doing exactly that. So it's like, could we even see it if it moved that fast? Right. Or, you know, it's like weird. And also, I wish they would have got into what was that? Like, what is that satellite imaging radar picking up? Like, what what does that bubble and comet like trail around it mean? Is that heat? Is it cold? Is it electricity? Like, I don't. We don't know what it is. It just yeah, says, yeah, oh, yeah. it just flew out. Like, because it's clearly not like cloud vapors at that point because it's out of orbit very right, quickly. Right, so. Right, right. Um. Oh, awkward transition uh, from Childress that was clearly written for him to do. But he's like, uh, so what's the next step then? Um, going to Mars, I suppose. <laughs> like, he doesn't ask it as a question. He's like, do you think we'll find some answers to a lot of our questions there? And he's like, to, to Travis. And he's like, well, I'll tell you an answer that I can't wait to find. And then they fade to black, awkward reality right. show music again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they start talking about the space race again between Mars, private com- oh, sorry, space race to Mars, private companies, Chinese, the Chinese and the Russians are all, or sorry, and the Americans and Russians are all fighting to, to get to Mars first, even though it doesn't really seem like a heated race at this yeah, point. Yeah. But because um, as they said in the beginning, like it's kind of open, like, well, as Travis Taylor says right here, he's like, he's like, it's like, it's like, you know, maritime law out there. Open water. Anyone can fucking do it. You know, there's no, yeah. there's no. Nobody has a hold on space once you're outside of low Earth orbit yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, he does mention that the re, uh, recent pictures of the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter satellite found an iceberg, water, and a cloud all in like the same relative region of the planet. And he's like, and if it's 67 degrees in the summer right there, we're going to find life, you know? And yeah, so yeah. I was like, that sounds kind of nice. Hmm. Um, it's also crazy where I'm like, yeah, I guess we've only seen pictures of like one chunk of Mars before now there's actually the thing that orbits everywhere around right, right. it you know so, so yeah, you get more of that access you can actually see the other side of the planet um and uh, uh oh this is where <laughs> yeah Sooks is like uh uh he's like yeah but the life I'm looking for looks like you and me and it's it's humanoid in form and if we find bacteria life okay but in my opinion I'm just gonna say it Big whoop. So right, right. this is, I do like that it's at least this is like social media Sukalos here, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. uncensored. Yeah. Um but uh oh I just closed my thing. Uh Travis Taylor does agree that in the in the theory that it's uh it's very likely that humans migrated from Mars a long ass time ago. Uh because the science is now the more now that this reconnaissance orbiter is finding out more data 
about the uh, environment of Mars. Um, there's more and more evidence that millions or billions of years ago, it was a very water-heavy, uh, temperate planet. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, there's this British guy that keeps saying, he says Clement like seven times, like, it's more Clement there, and this area could have been Clement enough in life yeah, to yeah, go, yeah. whatever. Um, this is where uh, Bara barrages again about how the human, some key things about the human body are maybe a little more Mars-esque than Earth-esque. So mm-hmm. we we saw him say this in his presentation at AlienCon. Yeah. Uh, but he repeats it here. He says, you know, when astronauts go into space, their circadian rhythms, their body clocks, uh, which I wrote cocks, uh, <laughs> change from a 24-hour day to a 24.9-hour day. And that happens to be the exact rotational period of a single day on Mars, which I thought that was super fascinating when he said yeah, that first. at the, at the yeah, event. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is cr-. Like, as soon as they get out into space... After a few oh, nights, they start having yeah. a completely different rhythm. circadian rhythm, and that is exactly not not close, but it's exactly the Mars day too. Right. Even the fact that the Mars day is so close to an Earth day, yeah, is because uh, circadian rhythm is huge. Like if you can't right, fucking right. sleep right all and all this, things. and yep, you yep. know, uh, you go insane. But uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, that I wish that would have been. I wish we hadn't heard that before, so I could have at least had a really fun fact for uh, this episode, yeah, but yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing to write home about otherwise. Um, Childress, of course, thinks uh, this is true as well, because, again, nobody's disagreeing at all in this episode. He then talks about the artificial formations that are on Mars and on its moon Phobos, and especially the pyramids in, like, the Syncadian region or something. I didn't write it down. Uh, and he's, again, getting, like, charged up, and he's like, I mean, what about those pyramids? I mean, that is that a natural formation? This seems like a very, very artificial thing. And... Uh, uh, oh, and they keep, this is now five minutes of this Mars stuff, and they keep just asking, so was there an ancient civilization on Mars? I'm like, okay. Um, Sooks is uh, understandably excited because we are only about, according to Travis Taylor, 10 or so years from the first manned mission from NASA to Mars. Now, these other private companies are trying to get there first, but this was as of late 2020. Um, NASA confirmed, I remember that news story too, NASA confirmed around last holidays that, or last summer, that uh yeah they're shooting for like 2032 for to have people and you know fucking biomes and you know the martian style yeah. shit on the planet so people to it's it's the it's the trip where people are going to go there and never come back so it's a one way ticket um similar to the golden ticket from See. Willy Wonka See. and uh this was weird uh Travis Taylor says this next thing as if it's self explanatory but I'm not sure why he goes Again, this is in context with the pyramids and all the art of the, the supposed artificial structures. You know, the face on Mars, they're all in the same area. As if there were some sort of Egypt-like city there or something. Uh, and he's like, and if there is something on Mars that was built by an ancient civilization, uh, they'll likely land close to that. And I'm like, why? Why is that likely? I mean, I, I, get, I probably would too because if right, I was fucking assuming, NASA, I'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah. let's finally answer. It's as good as place as any. Let's not land out in the right, middle of the desert. The yeah. Let's go to, well, this desert, but at least it has shit there, you know. Right. You know, factories, condominiums, like on the moon. Exactly. Uh, blueprints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they go on, they, they finish this little segment about how humanity's survival depends on humans leaving Earth. We need some right. redundancy yeah. in our um, uh, conquered planets, I guess. Right. What was I going to say? Settled planets. There yeah. we go. Um, we get a souk alert to open the next segment, and he says... Uh, He's wrapping things up. He's like, well, this has been just 
the most incredible and fascinating conversation because, you know, we live in such exciting times and this photo and just blah, he's just wrapping everything up. And, uh, not an it's not an exciting conversation. He talks about no. this shit every day on Facebook. Right, right. So, Same shit. Um I'm sure again, I'm sure he likes hanging out with Travis Taylor and Childress and whatever. Although it's always funny, like I wonder Sooks is if anything, Sooks is a very opinionated person. Right. He also seems like a nice guy for the most part, but I do wonder who he actually enjoys hanging out with from his little his little posse. But exactly. Um, like is Childress? I think him and Childress are legit friends. I think so, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. just from from being the oldest colleagues on the show right, or whatever. Right. But, uh, but I could also see Childress, maybe. And again, we talked to him. You know, <laughs> not to brag. Steve did some tech support yeah. uh, at <laughs> his booth at uh, contacting this. No, he seemed much more mellow and like a genuinely like. I'm not even going to say kind. I mean, he was nice for sure, but he he seems like a more real person than yeah. the nervous p- person that he portrays because especially for him to talk shit on the event, you know, right, slyly right, right. to right, us. Right. Like, I was like, okay, there is a human being in there, you know. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's part of his charm though is that he's not, he's not a good actor and so the shit like, you know, did someone say some guy? No? Right, <laughs> Whatever, right, like, right. it does hit pretty funny, but um, it's pretty funny. Wow. That this is the first time I'm noticing that I probably had the cold brew that I made. I probably had too jittery. much coffee tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not passed. It's on. not jittery. It's just like no, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's hard off. to think straight. Yeah. 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 Um, they talk about cosmism again, a potential extinction event again, returning to the stars yet again. Uh, <laughs> Travis Taylor says, uh, "Now this makes me think of uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs and John Carter from Mars and all that right. shit. You know, the Barsoomian adventures, and then Childress is like, yeah, Princess from Mars, uh, King of yeah. Mars, yeah. like yeah. all excited. The bride and Princess, yeah, <laughs> the Princess Bride, my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, he's like, and the story was, you know, somebody, John Carter, left Earth some way, and there's a whole civilization there, you know. So and he's he's trying to make the point that like science fiction motivates." And drives yeah, yeah, yeah. inspiration from real scientists, yeah. which is fine. That's a fine point. That's cool. Um, and and then you know, there, there's a whole fucking dad cliche fest. This whole last like three minutes of the episode, because then Sooks is like, science fiction in many cases has become science fact. As yeah, if, it was stupid. <laughs> uh, it was funny at the very end. Travis Taylor's like, he's like, yeah, man, I, I want to go out there and like find Thor and Zeus and just be like, hey, where have you been? And Childress right. is like, uh, maybe they've been waiting. And you, know, hey, we've been waiting for you. Yeah. Where have you been? What like, took so long? Yeah. Oh yeah, what took so long? <laughs> uh, a lot of galactic daddy shit there. Um, Childress or uh, Sukolos just repeats again. We're wired to go back to the stars in our DNA. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Our cum is full of uh, oh, rocket stars. tickets for SpaceX and Elon Musk. Um. But that's it for The Space Travelers. And yeah, next week is Season 16, Episode 9. Only two more eps in Season 16. And then there's only like, I don't know, seven episodes so far in Season 17. So, uh, Hungry for Skinwalker. <laughs> How do we not think of that? I don't know. <laughs> Gobble it down. Uh, there you go. That's already writing itself. Uh, kind of ripping off uh, our own show, though. Guzzling down. Exactly. Beer that drunk that. Uh, yeah, the UFO Pioneer is all about the uh, the space organ trail, as it were. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, it's another conversation episode in that same office. Nick Pope is going to be the third in the thruple, as opposed to Travis Taylor. So right. uh, Nick Pope, probably a little less of a, an attractive body, a little less hung than Travis right. Taylor, but 
He might yeah. be more of a people pleaser. Exactly. Travis Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor is definitely a power talent. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. he needs uh, uh, other than that, support the show and get over 80-some pieces of content. Uh, full podcast at patreon.com slash probingancientaliens. Go over to blackholesupplycompany.com. For Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise, disc golf, this and disc golf apparel with original art from our friends, um, tweet at us at Probing Aliens. No ancient in there because it wouldn't fit in the uh, character limitation of the name uh, on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. And uh, you can follow our disc golf content. I think it was a new post, right, from Whale Rock? Yeah. Uh, just a story. It's not beautiful new content on there over at Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-U-C-K-E-R-S on Instagram, and Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S, no vowels, uh, except for Putt, on TikTok. But uh, yeah, other than that, we're going to come a lot yes, in our pants. Make sure and take your prep. Prep, prep. Wrap it up. <laughs>